Spider Sean, Spider Sean, does the intro, it's dumb as fuck. Hey John, <laughs> it's your main boy, Spider Sean. At least that kind of rhymed. Yeah, I I gotta say, coming up with these intros sometimes is more exhausting than the actual episode itself. It's yeah. Like, Alright, we gotta, we gotta set the tone. What if it's somebody's first time listening? Uh, we gotta engage them. Exactly. We gotta, we gotta give them the hook. <laughs> gotta get them. Gotta get them wrapped in. Seriously, no. We were okay. Like, so people don't know. We were we were talking like for like ten to fifteen minutes before we actually started the episode. Did you think of that in that time, or did you just think of that on the spot there? No. After we did the clap sync, I was like, oh fuck. When, <laughs> when I when I asked you whose turn is it to start it, that's when I was like, oh fuck. What do I say? Okay. <laughs> so kind of kind of running the same problem last week that I did. That's when I was just like, hey, Sean. Yeah, but she had a little jingle for us. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, go ahead. Um, tell everybody what we're talking about this week. I guess. So we're doing the Amazing Spider-Man one and two, mm-hmm. which is the Andrew Garfield, uh, Emma Stone. Yep. Is that her name. Yep. Emma Stone. Yeah, Emma Stone movies, which and we talked about this a little bit after last week's episode. Obviously, you don't mind those movies. I didn't I, mind the first one. I enjoyed the first I one. I thought those movies were actually. I thought they were underrated. I definitely see what the problem is that people have with the second one. Um, I get some of the problems with that. I get some problems with both movies, of course. Um, but I still think they're. I think they're um, uh, much better than Spider-Man Three, the Tobey Maguire one. I think that's the worst Spider movie ever made. Um, I think. Definitely Spider, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. It's definitely better than Spider-Man Three. Um, uh, I think. Yeah, I think. I, I don't know if, if Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man Two, is better than Spider-Man Three. I definitely think it is. The one where, in Spider-Man Three, when he, when the whole thing where they try to put Sandman, they try to have whatever that that was supposed to be Venom. When you had emo mm-hmm. Peter Parker and he was doing that little dance, he was dancing down the street. Come on, man. That's <laughs> one of the universal failures in all of Marvel. Like, yeah, I mean. Both are not great. No, no, you're for sure. For it's sure. not a matter of which one's better. It's a, a matter of which one's worse. Yeah. Again, like I said, um, um, I just, I I didn't hate, I didn't dislike these movies. I don't know why people dislike these movies, but then there's a big section of people, I know I found out I wasn't alone. A lot of people thought these movies are like really underrated, um, which that's what I thought for me. I was like, I thought that Andy Garfield was like a good Spider-Man. He might have been too cool. To be Spider-Man, Andy Peter Parker. Garfield. What are you guys friends? Do you hang in on the weekends? No one, no one calls him Andrew Garfield, man. Everybody says Andy Garfield. Okay. I okay. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I know these. Things. I feel like we. I feel like that happens like at least every other episode. You call somebody, like, instead of Nicholas Cage, you call him Nick Cage. It's like, oh yeah, me and my good friend Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, you would. You would know because we, we call yeah. you, we call you guys normies. Um, but yeah, no, so, I, I remember seeing The Amazing Spider-Man when it came out in theaters, and really enjoyed it, and was excited for more Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, like, the whole retread of, you know, the origin story, I was a little bit over at that point, which, if I recall correctly, I think initially they were saying in the Amazing Spider-Man movie that it was going to be like an established Spider-Man already or, or that we would at least get past that um, you know the radioactive spider bite which obviously didn't happen because we see all that um, yeah in the, in the Amazing in the movie. movie 
And, you know, it was just like, okay. Everybody, everybody knows the story. And I think they should have done something similar that they did in the Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Norton. Or, sorry, my good friend Ed Norton. Ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, where uh, the, the opening credits kind of served as the origin story. Because at the time, you know, for Incredible Hulk, we didn't know if it was part of the MCU because that wasn't a thing then. Um, they were just saying, like, hey, this is a like soft reboot of the Hulk movie. Um, from whenever, 2004 or whatever it was. Uh, 2003. And so we got the origin stories in the opening credits, yeah. seeing him, you know, get hit by the gamma radiation and all that stuff. So I was expecting, slash, thought that that's what they should have done in this. Okay. And just gotten past that, um, and, and saved us some runtime. You know, it's a, like a what, two-hour movie? I you think know, so. That probably would have saved us 30 to 45 minutes, maybe. I didn't mind it. Um, I didn't mind it. I thought they did a good job. I mean, I didn't mind it either, but because it's almost the exact same as what we saw in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, had it been done differently, maybe, but because it's the same origin story as, you know, the previous movie and in the comics, it's just like, okay, do we really need to see it again? Well, yeah, I guess for people who don't really know, like, like, for what for, okay, so, so here's the thing. I was thinking about this before. I was like, why does it feel like we've seen the Uncle Ben thing happen a billion times? But it's just only because, like, like for people who have been Spider-Man fans, and mind you, for me, growing up, Spider-Man was, between Marvel and DC, Spider-Man was always one of my favorite superheroes. So mind you, I've seen, I've seen the Uncle Ben thing happen. You see it happen in the comics. You see it happen in the old Spider-Man show. Also, uh, those which are which are really good. You see it happen when they make the movie, and then you see it happen when they you know when they do the second iteration of the movie, the reboot with Andy Garfield. <laughs> Andrew Garfield, sorry if this is going <laughs> this is going to bother you, Mr. Garfield. Yeah, <laughs> see what happens with him. So I guess that's what people feel like. Okay, we feel like we've seen it a bunch of times, especially if you're big Spider-Man fans. For other people who maybe is like, oh, maybe they didn't they, maybe they didn't read the comics, maybe they didn't watch the animated show growing up, which is be surprising if you enjoy this type of stuff because a lot of people that's that was a great show um but you saw it once with toby mcguire and then people who maybe for them they just watching the movies they saw it again a second time so again i'm i'm on the fence about that it's like okay yeah if they decided like how they do it how they do it nowadays uh with tom holland spider-man they didn't do the whole uncle ben thing because they introduced spider-man in an Avengers movie. Uh, well, actually, I'm sorry, it wasn't an Avengers movie. It was Captain America. It was Civil War. Yeah. Which is close to an Avengers movie, but yeah. Avengers 2.5. Yeah, it was uh, Captain America Civil War when they introduced Spider-Man. Um, so, when they just, when, you, when we got Spider-Man, um, what was it, Homecoming? Um, yes. Which, you know, we'll get to that, but I, you know what's crazy? I actually wasn't a fan of that movie. Um, and I like Tom Holland as right. Spider-Man. Hey, thank you guys for coming to the last episode of Can We Fix It? <laughs> we're all, yeah, I mean, we're going to we're going to have me and Sean going to have a, a, a knife yeah. death match. Yeah, can I can I can I talk to you off offline real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah real quick. Sidebar. <laughs> yeah, side, sidebar. Just just mute the mics real quick. Yeah. <laughs> um well, so you know, you mentioned Homecoming. I think a lot of people like that that version of Spider-Man over the Amazing Spider-Man, for sure. And some people, you know, 
there, there's a good case to argue that he might be better than um, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Oh, no. I think um, Tom Holland's great as Spider-Man. Yeah. I think he's great. I'm talking about the movie in general. Oh, you certain care for the movie? Yeah, there were certain parts. And it's crazy because like, like, I didn't hate it, but it's just like I didn't love it. Like, I think I thought Far From Home was much better. Um, for me, anyway. Uh, the second one that Tom mm. Holland did. But it's just like I'm watching certain parts of the movie and like when he doesn't have his web shooters, like he's like useless. I'm like, Spider-Man is absurdly strong and agile. Okay, and like I'm like, what? Why is he running around like he can't do anything when he was fighting that bootleg shocker that they gave us? Um, like it was just weird. It was just part. It's one of the things I didn't like. And like one of certain things, like I remember, he, I remember he punched Falcon uh, or Vulture. Sorry, I said Falcon. He punched Vulture mm-hmm. like in the face, and like I'm like I feel like Vulture just kind of ate ate it. It was like yeah, whatever. I'm still here. He punched him. He like just he like flinched for a second. And they came back. I was like, wait, this is an old man. Like Spider Man just punched him. I'm like, just have some, have some type of continuity. Like, that's that's. I mean, in his defense, though, he punched Michael Keaton. That is true. I he should have broken. You're right. He should have broken. Can his take hand. a punch. Yes, that's true. It's my good friend Mikey Keaton. Mikey, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> good friend Mike. Mickey, we call him. Good friend Mike Keaton. Yeah, exactly. No, but uh, uh, back to the back to those movies. Yeah, I get it. No, I understand. I understand people's like you know why some people don't like it, especially the second one. Yeah. Um, the first one had one well, of the most cringy scenes. Um, probably the second most cringy scene of any Spider-Man movie. Um, mm-hmm. The first most cringy scene being, you know, in Spider-Man Three when they had uh, emo the, Peter the Parker emo dancing yeah. down the street and like pointing at people and stuff like that, and then doing that little dance. That was that was the cringiest scene, and honestly, it's one of the cringiest scenes in movie history. Uh, but it's definitely the most cringy scene in Spider-Man history. The second most was that basketball scene. Um, in the first in Amazing Spider-Man one, where he was, um, it was fine at first when he was like pretending and like you know it was Flash and he was messing with him, but then when he decided mm-hmm. to run up and dunk it, like he just like just like fully just plows through people and then jumps from like the three point line, but his legs yeah. are like hanging to the side and like he's just like kind of gliding through the weird CGI gliding through the air and it just looks so bad. Have you ever seen the movie Like Mike? With Bow Wow back in the day, do you remember that movie? No. You ever I seen? I mean, it? I remember the movie. I've never seen. It. Okay, yeah. So that movie, like, it was weird because there was kids and they were, you know, playing basketball. And he was jump, he was jumping, and like, it was so bad because the knees weren't bend, the knees weren't even bending when he jumped. <laughs> he just kind of flying through the air. That's what this reminded me of. He just flying through mm-hmm. the air and he like dunked it. He just looked so bad. It looked so. It was what, so cringy. And they you mentioned earlier about. You know, you thought he was too cool. Like his version of Peter Parker was too cool. That I agree with. Yeah, no, for sure. He, he was. He was too cool. Tobey Maguire was really good at being kind of like awkward and nerdy. Mm-hmm. Granted, he was. How old was he? When he, he wasn't in his thirties, was he? When he when he first took that on, he was like that's, late twenties. That's a good. That's right? a, I don't know. That's a question. I'm not trying. I don't know. He actually. was definitely not a teenager. No. So Andrew was. Garfield, closer to the teenager range. Still, probably early twenties versus Tom Holland, who was actually when he was first cast was I think seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, um, if not a little bit younger. Uh, but he does, you know he he tries to play that awkward, you know, nerdy Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Peter Parker. Yes. <laughs> and, Peter, uh, you say Peter Parker. <laughs> Peter Parker. Sorry, a little yeah. little. Uh, 
my New York blood is making itself known. Are you from Parker? Are you from New York? Uh, my dad's side is. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I am a first generation Southerner. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations. I'm also a Sagittarius. All right, uh, stop. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's, uh, that's enough of that. But yeah, like he he. You know, we, we've talked before about casting decisions and how, like, sometimes if somebody's cast as a, um, a villain or a bad guy or something, it's too hard to believe just because they can be so charming. I think we talked about that last week with the Joker um, and a couple of the uh, the people we talked about. It, it's kind of this way, too. Like, he just, he, he comes off as just, like, a very cool, very confident guy. So then when he is trying to play the, you know, bumbling you know, nervous Peter Parker who's stumbling over his words talking to you, Emma Stone. It's just like, I mean, really, dude? Nah, he was, I think it was Stone, he was super confident. He was super cool. He was kind of yeah. like, he had a skateboard, and I was like, oh, this is a cool guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Only cool guys have skateboards. Yeah, exactly. No, but it was like, he played, but the thing is, I think he played a good, I think he made a good Spider-Man because he was like a good mix of how like, you get Spider-Man has that mm-hmm. like, kind of like, like, uh, quirky confidence, and is just kind of like joking with the bad guys. I was gonna say he did seem a little bit more quippy than um, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Yeah, I thought. He... I remember like the part when he pulled out an uh, like he was, he was one of the first people that he was um, the mugger pulled out a knife, arresting or whatever. Pulled out, he's like, oh no, a knife. Yeah, small star. That, that was funny. It was funny. It was um, good. He played that really well. And that's the one thing. That's a conversation I have with people. I said people. I told people like, Tobey Maguire was a better Peter Parker, and I think to me Andy Garfield might have been a better Spider Man. Um, and I think and Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland might be a good the mix. Perfect of both. Yeah, I think he's a good <laughs> mix of both. Um, so that's that's where I came with that. But you no, know, I know what you mean. It's like. Certain things, and it's like, okay, because, like, as Peter Parker, we know, like, he maintains this, and you said that already, he, said, he maintains this, like, this aura of he's nervous, and he doesn't really know how to talk to, and in certain stories, he's talking to MJ, but this one, you know, is Gwen Stacy, which is another thing I was happy with. I think uh, Emma Stone has been the best female protagonist that we've had uh, uh, in these movies so far. Uh, might be because I love Emma Stone and hate Kirsten Dunst, but... Maybe not. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say she's a protagonist. She's just a love interest. Sure. That's a, yeah. That's a, I guess it's a better. That's I guess a better way to put it. Yeah. You get female female love interest or female lead, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I just I still like I like Andy Garfield as Spider Man. Peter Parker. I get mm-hmm. it. I didn't hate him, but again, it wasn't very Peter Parker ish. Like um, you saw Tom Tom McGuire. The problem is like sometimes he would. He just acted so nervous and like awkward as Peter Parker that he did the same thing as Spider Man, and like I just he had a lot of time. He used kind of this whiny voice as Spider Man, where the problem was with Andy Garfield is that he didn't same thing. He didn't separate it enough, right? Andy Garfield didn't either. He was like cool, as really cool as Spider Man, but too much of that cool leaked over as Peter Parker because he wasn't like like you know he was smart. They showed he was smart, but like he was like. Not like nerdy smart like Peter Parker is. He was just kind of like, oh yeah, like well that's like, and he was just very cool about everything, um, mm-hmm. which again I think some people liked me. You know, it's, it was whatever. I was like, oh that's not really how Peter Parker is, but it's not going to bother me too much. Um, as a movie though, what did you think about the first one? Like in terms of the movie, 
In terms of the movie, what did I think about what? What did you think about the movie as a whole, I guess, in terms of the first movie? Oh, what did I think about the first one? Okay, yeah, sorry. The, ama- uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Sorry. So, like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, I have it pulled up on IMDb here. I, it looks like I gave it a 7 whenever I rated that. I don't know when I rated that. Um, and I would agree by that vote. I think um, that I would still give it a 7 now. Um, it just, you know, it, it kind of stayed in between the lines a little bit. It didn't really do anything to try to go out of its way to be different from the previous movie. Okay. And I, I, you know, I think it was trying to play it safe because, you know, uh, Spider-Man 3 came out 2008, right? Something like that. Ooh, I'd have to go back Um, and look. Because this one came out in 2012. Yeah, I know it was like a really quick... 2007. Okay, so it was five years later. And, you know... That's a relatively quick turnaround, yeah. Yeah, so for the most part... um, uh, oh, and it looks like I rated Spider-Man 3 a 3, and I rated The Amazing Spider-Man 2 a 5. So we've answered that question. I think Spider-Man 3 is versus Spider-Man 2. Okay, thank goodness. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Because <laughs> to me, that's to um, me that's that's just ob- that's obvious. But that one is, because yeah. Spider-Man 3 is so bad. I, we're not going to get into that, but... Yeah, so I think, I think the problem that Spider-Man, or The Amazing Spider-Man, um, had was there was such a short turnaround between the last Spider-Man movie and this reboot. Because between that, there was talk of a fourth Spider-Man that was going to have um, I think Anne Hathaway was supposed to be the vulture. They're going to do a female vulture. Interesting. Why can't I fucking speak today? I don't know, man. Are you okay? Um, <laughs> I mean, I've been on the phone all day. So. That's true. I hear, I hear you on that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I, I remember there was like really strong reports about that and that's you know the direction they were going it was like all but confirmed and then like a week later they're like yep they're canning that they're going to do a whole new reboot blah 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 and so and correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like this is the quickest turnaround that we've gotten in sort of a reboot of of characters like you can maybe argue batman with michael keaton and val kilmer and george clooney but technically those all do take place in the same universe. Yeah, I think they're just changing the character on that, other than doing They're just changing the actor, but the... Yeah. Um, it can, it was, cause, it's a continuation, cause though. Alfred appears... Yeah, Alfred appears in all four. The guy who plays the commissioner appears in all four. Um, they're, they're just recasting the main character versus it being a whole new yeah, yeah. story, origin, all that stuff. So, so the, the only thing I argue is... No, mm-hmm. the only thing I'd argue is that are we counting X Men in that? Because X uh, Men was just weird because like they kind of like used like they they used like uh, you had First Class and Days of Future Past, which kind of like decided to make it switch to the younger X Men. Uh, it's a whole weird timeline thing because like you remember we had I don't know like when did we go from? Well, actually I don't know because like I got to think about because like there's X Men three. And then we had X-Men Origins Wolverine, which wasn't very good. Um, but then we got First Class, I guess, is when we really had new people. I, I think that, no, you're right. No, you might be right. Because between X-Men 3 and X-Men First Class, I'm sure it was a large gap, a larger gap. Even though uh, there was movies see. in between. Well, yeah, because the movies in between obviously only focused on... Wolverine. 
on Wolverine, really. Yeah. So, Last Stand was uh, 2006, and First Class was 2011. So, again, five years. Yeah. But you could argue, too, because, you know, First Class is more of a a prequel. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing. Exactly. So, and then, then the fact that it, it does tie in with, you know, the original X-Men class with, um, you know, Days of Future Past. So, yeah, I think this is the first time that we've gotten such a true reboot in such a short amount of time that people can still remember seeing the previous one in theaters. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It's not like, it, I, you know, 10, 15 years later, which even then seems like, you know, okay. Well, yeah, because, um, like, I feel like, and here's the thing, I think where maybe part of the problem came in, and I think they probably would have focused more on it, I think that the last, Spider-Man 3 left such a bad taste in people's mouth that they were like, we don't want to lose Spider-Man as, like, like, because people love Spider-Man. Like, me growing up, like, people, like, yeah. there's certain heroes that were just popular. Because, mind you, when us, with us growing up, people on our age, like, DC was, DC's the prominent superhero thing. DC was the prominent superhero franchises, okay? Like, people didn't have, mind you, people, now it's Marvel, which is crazy to think about. Kids are growing up as Marvel as the number one and more prominent, like, superhero stuff, superhero franchises mm-hmm. and stuff. But, like, for us growing up, it was easily Batman and Superman and Flash and Green Lantern and Wonder Woman. And, like, but the thing is, like, it wasn't that. It was, obviously, DC was first, but there was Marvel characters sprinkled in there, like, X-Men and, like, Spider-Man were, like, the Marvel characters that, like, were very popular, um, that, like, people had, right? So, my thing, because, like, mind you, obviously, if you're a fan, then you obviously know Captain America and you know Thor and Iron Man and Hulk and whatnot, um, and you know so a couple of the characters here and there, um, but in terms of like casual fans, like you had DC, then you had like X Men and Spider Man. So I would think in my head, I'm thinking Marvel understands that Spider Man is popular, and like they probably were thinking, and it wasn't even Marvel at the time. I don't know, was it was it at the time who was making the movies? Was it Sony still? Yeah. Yeah. So like Sony, Sony, uh, or rather Marvel never got involved in the sense of like actually having a say in what happened until. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, That's true. until uh, Civil War. Yeah, but I think the thing was like between Spider because of Spider Man's popularity, they probably wanted to get another movie out there, um, so Spider Man's name just doesn't get tarnished. They wanted to make it better, mind you. I thought obviously it was better than the last movie. A lot of people didn't like it, um, um, but people really really killed it though. Is people like the second one? People really didn't like the second one. Um, I thought the first one mm-hmm. was. I thought the first one was good. Obviously, it had its problems. You're probably right on the fact maybe it came out too fast. Maybe because five years... Well, I don't think that it came out too fast. I think they played it too safe as to not alienate the people who had seen the the Sam Raimi movies. So, you know, they didn't want to necessarily, like, change the formula or anything like that. They just wanted um, to get something out and and sort of, again, have a, a clean slate to start from and then launch off of that um which then becomes the problem with amazing spider-man 2 is then they're just trying to throw so much in there um and you know it just didn't work because they're Mm -hmm. they're trying to set up the sinister six they're um you know I, i didn't think electro was that good um i'm i'm normally a jamie fox fan i did not I, like him as I also like Jamie Foxx 
and I'm up and down. Um, I'm up and down on it, and I feel like here's the thing. Do you think it was more? And we've talked about this a lot of the times. Do you think it was more of Jamie Fox or how he is written? I think it was how he was written. So I'm I'm not that familiar with um, Electro and his origin and stuff like that. Um, so in the comics, is he? a nerdy character who becomes obsessed with Spider-Man and then gets these powers and is like, you know, basically stalking him? To be, to be honest, I really don't remember uh, for Electro. Okay. Electro's not really like, like, like I know Electro, but it's kind of like the characters I remember like most of the time, obviously that most people know grow up, he fight, you know, is Goblin, Green Goblin, Hobgoblin, um, Venom, Doc, Doc Octopus, of course, um, Shocker, um, Scorpion, um, French Tickler. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> like these are the ones like that I remember. Vulture. Yeah, these are these are the ones that like those are the main guys that I remember. Like Electro was like, oh okay, yeah, you know I know Electro, but it's kind of like it's just to me it's like to me it was a weird choice. I think mm. it was a weird choice. So to I mean, with I don't mind them picking lesser known villains. Neither do I. I just, if, I just I think that's really cool. My problem with it was. You know, again, it comes down to who you're picking as that actor and how you're writing and portraying that character. Mm-hmm. Because, again, Jamie Foxx is this guy who is super confident and charming and charismatic um, and, you know, good looking and knows how to talk to people. And then you put him in the movie where he's got the, you know, the gap between his two front teeth. And he's balding, mm-hmm. he's got a comb over, and he's super nerdy, and he's hunched over. It's just like... And socially awkward, that is the, and he's sweaty. And yeah, yeah, exactly. And that is this, the, the total opposite of everything we've seen with Jamie Foxx. Um, you know, and so it, it, you're asking the audience to believe a lot there. And I don't think um, it, it works. Uh, because, you know, I remember him... Uh, Refresh my memory. So, did he get, like, accidentally dropped into uh, the vat of eels, or was that, like, a purposeful thing he did? No. I can't remember. So, okay, so it's a little bit of both. It was an accident that happened, but he wasn't supposed to, like, like be there, and, like, they tried to cover it up, and, like, what happened, and, like, something yeah, was happening where it was like, hey, yeah, he was, they were telling him, like, hey, man, like, so-and-so, this and this needs to happen, like, he was warning them, like, this is dangerous, and we go fix this now, we need to do this. And they're like, no, we need mm-hmm. to get it done, pretty much. Something like something along those lines. But he went to go do something that was already dangerous, and then he ended up falling in. And then, like, mm-hmm. they thought he was dead. The company thought he was dead. And they're like, all right, cool, we're just going to cover this up. Nobody, this guy's a nobody. Nobody knows him. Yeah. Um, and then, like, turns out, like, that's how he got, you know, he got, he wasn't dead. He got those powers. Yeah. And Spider-Man had yeah. saved him well, earlier in the movie. Um, well, I was just going to say, so touching on that, though, so the, the, the dumbest part of that was him falling in, and then, you know, he's turning blue, he goes completely bald, uh, and then they fuse together the the gap in his two front teeth. Oh, oh no, he, well, he was, at that point, he was almost like pure energy, like... Yeah, but, but that, that was just so stupid, because I remember they did a close-up of his teeth, like, you know, coming together, and it's just like, I, I get that you want to make him look like he's got a complete overhaul and that he's a new person or whatever. Turning him blue will do that, you know. If, yeah. If you, 
don't want him to have a gap in his teeth, then you shouldn't have given it to the nerdy yeah. human version of him. I understand that. I understand that much. You know. Um, so, like, just stuff like that, like, it seemed very cheesy. Something that would be almost from, like, the early 2000s uh, superhero movies. Or, or the late 90s. Where, you know, they, they went hard on the camp and hard on the cheese. Um, that didn't really seem to kind of fit what... Mm-hmm we get now from other, you know, comic book movies. Um, Because, like, if uh, Robert Downey Jr. uh, had a gap like that as Iron Man, and then he, you know, he's like, oh, I'm going to create some super Iron Man braces that'll fix my gap in a week, you know? It's like, why would... (laughs) People are going to be like, what? (laughs) Okay, that's horrible. That's not even a story. Yeah, so I I, I think that's stupid, you know, and you were starting to talk earlier about how when he meets Spider-Man because he gets saved um, and he starts to obsess over him and all that stuff and then they run into each other again and do they run into each other again after he becomes Electro? Or yeah. Or they run into so, each other again? Okay. So what happened was he saved yeah. him originally and he was like, hey man, what's your... He goes, Spider-Man? Because he, he loves Spider-Man already, right? He's, Spider-Man, mm-hmm. he's like, hey man, what's your name? He goes, Max or something like that. Max, listen, I need you to... And he, he goes, he needs, I need you to do this. He's being the, you know, good Spider-Man. He's like, I need you to help yeah, yeah. me. Look out. Look out for the city. He's like, I'll do that, Spider-Man. Uh, okay. And then, like, he's like, all right, well, you, you know, be safe, Max. And he goes, he goes, he said he needs me. Spider-Man knows my name. Uh, he goes, then, he, then he started beginning because you knew this dude was not stable because then he was, like, later on, there was another scene he's in his room talking to himself, like, yeah, me and Spider-Man, we go back. He's my buddy. You know, we hang out. Yeah, no problem, yeah. Spider-Man. He's talking. I was like, oh no. Nah. That's I was like, oh no. Nah. This dude is. This dude's obviously unstable. So yeah. getting. So when he became Electro, mind you, he was confused. He was just out in the street and like, in the middle of the street and like, you know, his powers were. He didn't know how to use his powers. It was the energy. He was like siphoning energy from things. But then like Spider-Man came out of nowhere. He goes, you. You don't. He's like, you remember me? He's like, you saved me the day. And luckily, you know, he remembered him. But the problem was. Well, no, I thought he didn't remember him. No, Spider-Man, it took him a second. He's like, you don't remember me? No, yeah, he said said that. He said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. He's like, you had the, he said you had the the posters, like the designs, like and whatnot. um, Mm -hmm. uh, He's like, yeah, he's like, you're Max, right? And like, he was like, yes. And then the problem was Spider-Man was actually talking him down, which the problem with the thing was if Spider-Man is telling you, okay, hey, guys, lower your guns and whatnot, and then somebody, somebody, somebody out there in the police decided, you know what? Everybody's holding, everybody's everybody's dropping their guns. Spider-Man looks like he has to handle those guys talk down. I'm gonna go ahead and put a bullet in him and see what happens. So, <laughs> like, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot at him and see what happens. And it was kind of like, why? What did you do that for? Like, for what? Like, it did, did in no way. His he was putting his arms down. Like, and so I was like, you know, like, cool. I'm just gonna shoot him. I'm gonna agitate this guy and see what we do. And then and then he went nuts. Like, he's like he's like, and, then, and also the problem was that like, um, apparently it was his birthday or something. And this guy, apparently, no one ever pays attention to him. He goes, everybody was looking at me, but then he's like, everybody's looking at you now. You're getting all the attention, Spider-Man. I hate you now. And it was just kind of like, wait. There was kind of like a weird transition. Um, I guess if they made it to a point where it's like, okay, yeah, this guy obviously is very, very smart. Um, doesn't really have much social skills, but he obviously had some type of, there was some type of mental thing in there where it's just like, okay, because... His whole thing was he wanted people to pay attention to him, which no one ever did because no one knew he existed. That's why the company tried to throw it on, you know, a bru- sweep it under the rug about him dying. Like nobody knows this guy; he has no family, no friends. He's a nobody. Uh, but that was part of the thing, and I was like, hmm. It was a weird kind of transition from him talking to Spider-Man to him being like, 
everybody loves you and not me. But now everybody's paying attention to you. Yeah. I'm going to destroy everything now. It's kind of like it's lack of, a lack of motive, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just... Like I said, it, it, none of it really plays well, you know, in terms of uh, character logic. Yeah, you know, no, no, to, for sure. Yeah, to, to be like, oh, you know, Spider-Man, you're my, you're my biggest hero, I'm your biggest fan. Um, and then... It's like oh now you must die. It's like yeah, it was it was a quick it was a quick flip the switch. I get it. Like he meant, maybe he may have a mental break, um, which I don't know. Like you could kind of tell he's kind of off, but at the same time, it's like it's not huge. It's not a huge problem, but it's kind of like all right, come on, like come on, and let's let's like give it give it give him a real motive, give him a real reason to hate Spider Man. Like you're gonna do this because like he yeah. was trying to destroy Spider Man. Like this dude killed like Spider Man killed his family or something. Like when he was coming out Spider Man, it was kind of like wait. Like, his reasons for hating Spider-Man and everything aren't really, like... It's not really that big of a deal, man, like... Uh, but That's it, why I thought that he had forgotten him. I thought that was his whole motivation. Which, like, no, it would have been better if that was the case. Because Spider-Man at first was like, wait, yeah. oh, now I remember. If he had actually forgotten him, then, like, you could have used that to maybe cause, like, a reason. Like, it's like you pour that last drop of water in a full glass... Uh, where it's just like it's like you just it's like one more thing and it's gonna just spill everything's just gonna spill over cause yeah. like you could've cause like they did a good job and here's and here's way here, I guess here's my like first way to kinda like fix the story with this movie like they showed they did a good job of portraying this dude as like a nobody and this and that but I think they really needed to hammer home like really hammer at home how like maybe sad and depressed this guy is like really show like dang I'm just how isolated he feels, right? Because the whole thing is, no one pays attention to me. No one notices me. I do all this good work at this company. I get crapped on, this and this and that, blah 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 blah. And he goes through it, goes through it, goes through it. But then Spider-Man saves him, his hero. And Spider-Man asks him what his name is. He actually says this and this and that. He's like, hey, I need your help. And that's he's like, okay, great. I can get through this. I can get through this. When he meets Spider-Man, Spider-Man's like, who are you? And stuff like that. And that would that would break him, yeah. just like that. And that would have been that would have been a really good way to kind of show like that mental break boom he's like you know what cool i'm a lecturer now and the bad part about one of the worst parts about that was like do you remember that they were playing this weird like death metal music when electro was like really first like powering up in the city and fighting spider-man do you remember that no. when you get a chance they did it twice in the movie because you just hear the background it's just like yeah. i was like what is happening i was like are they playing this I was like, and then it happened at the end of the movie when he was, when that final fight, when, do you remember Spider-Man fought Electro, that final fight when they're in that little place, and he was like bouncing mm-hmm. between those power beams and stuff like that? Yeah. Each time. And they did the Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, it, yeah, it was very strange. It was just yeah. very strange choice of music. I just didn't, I didn't understand. And they were trying, again, like you were saying, they were trying to do a lot. Because like, like if you're going to do it, do it, I get it, you want to kind of throw Goblin in the movie too. Um, Green Goblin yeah. in the movie, but it's just kind of like you could do that as an aside, like in terms of like, hey, okay, we're gonna put him in here, but at the end, maybe maybe an after credit scene, maybe the end of the movie scene yeah. type of thing, right? Because well, it just it just seemed like it came out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Because we got um, over the course of the Sam Raimi movies, it, it took three movies for Harry to become. The Hobgoblin or the Green Goblin. Green Goblin, yeah. Um, uh, and then we, obviously, we didn't get a Harry in 
first Amazing Spider-Man. So then he's introduced in the second one. He's sick, right? He's got like some sort of disease or whatever well, he, that his he, dad has. Yeah, even before that, his dad's in the movie and his dad is sick as well. And his, then his dad, like, they go through the whole thing of his dad being sick to his dad like passing and then him he's like you're gonna start feeling it soon his dad is that if you don't if you don't already and then they go through the whole thing of his son being sick and then him i'm like wait a minute how is his stuff like rapidly like advancing so quickly yeah like yeah but yeah go ahead man like that was just like yeah it was just weird. yeah so it just it, it just seemed like it kind of came out of nowhere there was no real like establishment of their relationship um and you know why he needed peter's help and you know what he was dealing with and and all that stuff so you know like you said it could have come at the end of uh the movie with a not even an end credit scene but just you know uh something before the credits like the last scene where, yeah that's what I'm saying. yeah you know that'd have been great him realizing the truth about you know him as, as spider-man or you know something to then set up the conflict for what would probably be the center of spider-man Exactly. Um, exactly. The whole and then, the whole thing about him trying to get Spider Man's blood. You remember, like he was like, because he's like Peter. Come on, I need your blood to, or I need Spider Man's blood to do this. Please, sorry, you're gonna save mm-hmm. my life. You do this. Spider Man's like, look, he's not guaranteed to work. You don't know what it's gonna do to you. This isn't that because we've already seen what this can do to people and whatnot. That could have been the whole. That could have been part of the, the premise and building a Spider Man three in terms of like. The mm-hmm. whole thing was like, that's how you, you see him spiral downward in hatred. Spider-Man won't give me his blood? Okay, I'll take it uh, by doing this. And that could have been, but you threw that into this Spider-Man while you're dealing with the Electro problem. And like, it just, ugh, man, it just, it was, it was, you stuffed too much in. And they just, they decided to have that kind of just happening on the side while, you know, we're doing that. And it's like, what, who's the, who are we focusing on here? Like, we get, you got a lot of stuff going on, but it's kind of like, had this huge fight with Electro. It's like, boom, Goblin pops in. Now Goblin's here. We just be Electro. Boom, 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 boom. We're going to f- do all this craziness with Goblin, Green Goblin, real quick. And then, like, yeah. And then they, and then, you know, spoiler alert for those who haven't seen the movie already. Like, they're up in this huge tower. And then, like, the whole thing with Gwen Stacy, who I thought Emma Stone killed that role. Gwen Stacy thought she was perfect. Mm-hmm. And they kill her. So I was like, great. <laughs> I was just like, that's, that's, that's terrible. Like I thought it was. I thought it was. Well, I feel like, and and not that, um, you know, they shouldn't have answered truthfully or whatever like that. But I feel like they were asked, um, like, if Gwen Stacy was going to die in this movie, and they were just like, "Nope, she's not going to die. She's not going to die." And of course, she dies. So, I mean, obviously, I'm not saying that, like, because I guess there was something in like the trailers or, or, or some little piece of information that had gotten out. Um, that people are like, oh, so are you adapting the scene from the comics where she dies? I'm like, no, no, she lives. So, you know, I'm not saying that they should have been like, yes, she dies, or had her live. But probably could have done a better job of subverting expectations on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. Maybe if she's going to die, then I don't know. Like, I guess, you can, I guess, you know, it's up to them when they want to kill her off. I don't know. I hadn't... I just wonder because well, um, MJ was supposed to appear in it too. Yeah, um, that's yeah. We all know that. Yeah, that's true. The girl from My Fault in the Stars, I think, or Our Fault in the Our Stars, whatever the fuck the movie's called. I've never seen it. I farted in the stars once. Yeah, <laughs> the faults in our stars. The faults in our stars. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
I shit my pants in Bingo once. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, <laughs> what? That's the name of the movie. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so, but that's the problem too. So, you know, in addition to um, Electro and Green Goblin and um, Gwen Stacy's death, they were going to introduce MJ. And then they were also trying to introduce like this subplot that Peter Parker's uh, dad or both his parents were still alive. Yeah, and there's a whole thing about that. This is a whole. I can't remember. This is a deleted scene about that, isn't there? Or is it in the movie? I was going to say, yeah. I, I think it's a deleted scene. I don't think it actually made it into the movie. Yeah, where he like talks to his dad. Yeah, in the graveyard. Or yeah, something like that. And I'm just like. What was this movie trying to be? Like, what the fuck? That's a, that's a, it's a um, lot of stuff. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And, I think, and then, after months and months of advertising that he was going to be in the movie, uh, Rhino, played by Paul Giamatti, yeah, oh. shows up at the very end. It's the last fucking thing you see. Yeah, that was another thing. Rhino's another one of those main villains that you remember Spider-Man fighting. But it's kind of yeah. like, that, first of all, I didn't know the whole thing... About Rhino being in a mech suit, I guess. Uh, okay, I mean, if that's what you're gonna do, I guess. Um, it it was strange. It was strange. It was weird. Try to stuff too much stuff in. He killed he killed Gwen Stacy in this. Like that scene was kind of cool. Him trying to reach and shoot in the web and whatnot. And her getting there a yeah. little too late. That scene was cool. I give you that. I just Dude, I remember watching that. So I never saw it in theaters. I was going to and then I just heard so much negative things about it that I was like you know what I'm not going to waste my time or my money um, I also probably can afford to go see it back then <laughs> um, but uh, I got it for Blu-ray on Christmas and remember watching it and seeing that scene and it's just like heartbroken yeah like that scene probably the greatest not the greatest thing but the best thing about that movie yeah, it's the best and worst thing uh, at the same it, time. it's just so gut-wrenching. Yeah, I was, because, like, the thing is, you like, because the whole thing I like about, I liked about Gwen Stacy is that, like, Gwen was, like, as a character, was just kind of, like, she was just very down. Like, she wasn't, like, he's, like, hey, and he showed, he showed her the web. She's, like, oh, you're, are you serious? Oh, that's why you're doing this whole thing? And, like, after that, they were, like, okay, cool. Like, she's, like, okay, cool. Like, I get it. We're a team. This and that. You're going. I'm going. She didn't freak out about it. It was just like, oh my gosh, you're doing all this stuff. She was like, hey, you're not doing this without me. I'm coming with you. Well, you had Mary Jane, who was just like, like if you, it's it's in the old shows and the comics. Like Mary Jane's very extra, a lot of the time. And like even in the Spider, even Spider Man, even though maybe it's just Kirsten Dunst because I hate her. Um, but uh, yeah, she was just ugh. I just hated her as a character. And I think Gwen Stacy was just really cool. As a, as a female, as a, you know, the female uh, lead. But, yeah, it was a tough scene, man, because he, like, they did a slow-mo him shooting, him trying to aim it perfectly, shot the web through all that debris and rubble as it was falling as well, caught her, but it was just too late to pull her up. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like, I was like, dang, that's a tough scene. That's a yeah. tough scene. No, that, that was, that was a very uh, well-done scene. So, so, yeah, so, you know, they, this movie was just trying to shove a lot of stuff into it. I don't know if it was trying to play catch up and build its own universe compared to Marvel, which obviously we know DC tried to do and failed miserably. Because, you know, again, they were trying to uh, introduce um, Sinister Six and all this other stuff, and just it, it was a lot. And I think the problem with some of, of 
of the superhero sequels we get in general, it's never just one villain anymore. It's always got to be two or three. Um, and, like, I can understand the thought about that. Like, oh, you know, we need bigger stakes and all that stuff. You can still have one villain. Um, like, Thanos was really good. Like, it's mm-hmm. just the, the one guy. He has henchmen. Yes. Um, and, obviously, the, the whole nameless, faceless... Uh, army of aliens that also uh, served him or whatever but like he had interesting distinct henchmen but he was still the main villain you know what I mean versus this where you have uh, Electro and Goblin and Rhino and you know just the, introducing the Sinister Six in the background and all that stuff just, just focus on the one thing like I'm, I'm fine with Electro being the main bad guy um, and then at the end do what we talked about with uh, what's his name, uh, Green Goblin, and and him, you know, being set up as the bad guy for Spider-Man Three, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I just no. think it was bite. Yeah, for sure. And the whole thing, and the thing with you, you made a good point with Thanos, as in like Thanos is your obviously your main threat, and he has people under him. But at the same time, like you wanted to have good stakes, so the people under him are like dangerous, like which you know people know. That the people who knew that group that was on Thanos called the Black Order. Now, the Black Order are all very strong, and for me, I think they really the only showcase. Even though he died pretty easily because of a something a, something they did, um, I think like Ebony Maw, who is the one who was like also a psychic, was the one they mm-hmm. really kind of like really only fully showed like his potential because like all four of them are supposed to be like really really tough, dude. Like, and I feel like they were they were tough, but like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe could have been. Maybe could have been stronger. But it was fine. And this thing they they did a good job in general. But yeah, sometimes it's too much when you try to throw too much in there without without having the story to support it. Like have your main guy, and then maybe have a couple sub villains. It's cool if you want to do. Um, but yeah, no, dude. For for sure, I think dial back. Um, in terms of fixing the movie, because we're gonna get we're getting close here. Um, my main point in fixing the movie, I said for number two. Like I said, have that sh- really hammer home, showing the guy who played Electro, uh, you know, have, have the Max, sh- really hammer home mm. his mental breakdown. Like, like you could sort of see how things yeah. were just kind of like piling on, and piling on, and piling on, like until like Spider-Man forgetting him was just what made him like, you know what? Boom, snap, mental mental break. Um, now I'm Electro. Um, definitely t- stop. Take out take out certain things, like you know. Like don't don't you don't have to force Goblin into the end of the movie. Um, at the end, like I said, you could have that set up. You can do the in an end scene of the movie, um, and then have that lead into what could have been the Amazing Spider-Man three. Um, yeah, those are my main things. Just with those kind of, and that would I think that for me that would really help the story along. Anything else you want to add in there? No, I think that kind of that's kind of like an overall covers everything. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like the overall like. Problem. Besides, you know, we, we we nipped at a couple things, but in terms of like an overall thing, like that would kind of I think that would suit really really fix the story. Oh, maybe who? Okay, real quick though. Um, if since we, I don't know if Jamie Fox is the best, you know, Electro because you know Jamie, like you said, I think you're right. I think Jamie Fox is a real cool, confident guy. Um, I think he's maybe trying to play something the opposite of himself. But it, but if you were to cast anybody else as Electro, who would you cast? Ooh, um, I know it's on the spot because I can't think of anybody either right now, but I feel like, you know. Yeah. I don't know how old he was back then. Um, 
but uh, I think his name is Paul Dano. He's playing the Riddler in um, oh in the new Batman movie. Yeah, that guy's a good actor. Yeah, uh, yeah, Paul Dano. Um, I think he would be a good kind of you know super nerdy, um, you know awkward person mm-hmm. uh, who can really kind of play that like oh you've forgotten who I am the world you know doesn't know who I am no one cares about me kind of character which you know we haven't seen a lot for uh, the Riddler other than you know a couple of bits of the trailer so that very well may be who, who he ends up playing um, but in the stuff that I've seen him in he's I think he would do really well at that kind of role have, um, have you seen There Will Be Blood? No. He's in that movie. That's where I saw him, I think, for the first yeah. time. And honestly, his his performance was really good. It was just overshadowed because um, Daniel Day-Lewis' Day performance was... That was just... And mind you, that movie is... To me, that movie is like... It's it's okay. It's very boring in parts. It's very slow. But like, Day-Lewis' acting in that movie was like flawless. It was is one of the better acting performances I think I've seen in a long time. Um... And that guy's was really good. It was just overshadowed. This Daniel Lewis is like spectacular. Um, yeah. So I think he'll play. Well, I remember movie. him. The, the first thing that I saw him in was Little Miss Sunshine, which came out the year before. Oh, was he in Little? Wait, wait, wait. Was he in Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah, he was the brother. Oh my goodness, dude! I completely. I, I haven't seen the movie in so yeah. long. Um, yeah, he's been and so he didn't long. speak. And then, like, he he chose not to speak. I should say. Yeah. Um, and he wanted to be an airline, or not an airline pilot, but he wanted to be a Air Force pilot. And found out that he was colorblind, and that because he was colorblind, couldn't be in the Air Force. And like the way he reacted, like receiving that news, and you know, and screaming, and like you know, having kind of a mm-hmm. breakdown, is was really powerful. So I think, and you know, that's what made me think of like, okay, if I had to choose somebody. To, to be this version of Electro, I think he, he could probably do it. Um, That's fair. And, you know, uh, maybe make him... I, I don't know how I'd have his Electro appearance be, because he's not... He, he's very lean and, you know, you know kind of uh, scrawny. Yeah. So it's not like he's got the, you know... He's not ripped like uh, Jamie Foxx, so... I don't know if I still have that same kind of look of like you know, blue and bold. Yeah, you um, could just you could, I guess you could just make him how you want. Yeah, but uh, so wanted to get your opinion on this thing. So speaking of Jamie Fox as uh, Electro, as I'm sure you've heard, he's been announced as Electro for the new Spider-Man yep. Tom Holland movie. Yep. And so I have a couple of different theories and thoughts on this did you have anything oh yeah no i mean i've what, what, i do what a lot of, i do thoughts on I, it? I do a lot of research on, on stuff like that so like i've seen i've heard some things i don't know how much is true um i'm okay with him coming back i we know spider-man so our, uh, from one of her we know spider-man 3 is going to be a spider-man uh tom holland's you know third spider-man movie is going to be a spider-verse movie um we know See, that's the thing that i haven't heard is being confirmed I thought it With, was because like told me no okay okay then maybe it's... I, I I think it's all but confirmed because um, 
Doctor Strange is gonna it was announced to be in it, and so I think that only lends more um, evidence to like yes, it, it it is confirmed to get a Spider Verse, and you know, of course, the moment Jamie Fox was confirmed and uh, Doctor Strange was confirmed, um, everybody's like, oh, you know, they're gonna bring back Tobey Maguire and uh, Andrew Garfield. And it's you know they're going to do a live action Spider Verse, which I thought they confirmed. Um, I thought they confirmed. I thought they definitely confirmed Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back, didn't they? Not that I've seen. I've uh, so where if I don't see it on IGN, then I take it for a grain of salt. If I see it on IGN, then I'm like, okay, then it's happening. Yeah, and I thought that's. I thought that's. I mean, that's where I check my stuff too. Uh, a lot of this, a lot of my stuff. Some stuff I get it from other places, yeah. but I thought IGN said that they those two were confirmed, but maybe they, maybe. This is rumored. I'm checking right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it. I might have missed it, but um, well, while you're looking that up, so like, I don't mind him coming back as Electro. He's our, so here's why I'm like, oh, maybe it's not a Spider Verse movie because he said that it's going to be a different Electro. He's like, it's not going to be blue. He didn't go into any more details as mm. a, you know to what it's going to look like or, or anything like that. Um, but in reading the uh, the description of Electro on Wikipedia, it looks like you know he just gets his ax- uh, his powers from a lightning accident because he's a um, electrical engineer and a lineman mm-hmm. who's re- repairing a power line. Looks like he gets struck um, by lightning, and you know that causes him to transform into you know Electro. So that I like a lot more than the electrical eels bullshit from Amazing Spider-Man Yeah, too. I mean, um, it, it's very close to Flash, but like, yeah, I mean, it is much better. Yeah, well, and this is from 1964. Of course. So no, this no. isn't like, you know... <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that might be, that, that might have been the reason they decided yeah. to go with the Eels, maybe they wanted to be creative, who knows. I mean, I don't know, but they, probably somebody in the writer's room was just like, you know, hmm, electricity, electricity, Oh, bingo. Let's order, let's order lunch. Yeah, exactly. Electric <laughs> electric eels? Alright, perfect. I'm brilliant. They're a real thing. It's like, I've looked it up. It's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, so, yeah. so I think, you know, I I don't know if you can quite get away with the electrical accident um, in a in a Marvel movie. Um, you know, they try to have things be a little bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. In terms of how or why, you know, somebody has powers. So, but I, I like that a lot more. Like, you know, kind of skimming through his um, his character biography here. Like, it, you know, it looks like he worked with Vulture at some point. So even if it's like he's got physical hardware that was developed when, you know, Vulture and, and all of them. Similar with uh, Shocker, how, you know, he just had gloves. Um, and that, you know, he was... Uh, working with Vulture or he had bought some equipment because weren't they also like selling it right if I remember correctly yeah Homecoming um, so yeah just something like that um, I'm I'm more okay with than nerdy awkward guy turns into attractive blue electrical superhero villain guy <laughs> yeah which is why um, and I think part of the reason why I think it's going to be which I can believe it'll be a Spider Verse movie, and maybe it won't, maybe it won't, maybe it won't. But like with Disney Plus coming, and like all the things kind of connecting now, like the shows are going to connect with movies. So we know WandaVision 
which is the show that's coming to Disney Plus, is obviously some type mm-hmm. of like multiple dimension, multiple dimension, all, 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 yeah, alternative universe type of thing going on. That movie is going to connect with Doctor Strange because we know that we know that Scarlet Witch um, is going to be in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Which is going to connect? Which you know, obviously that's going to con- we know that's going to connect with Wandavision somehow. Um, which makes me think mm-hmm. that if Doctor Strange is also going to be, it's going to show up in this Spider movie, then it makes sense that we get a Spider Verse movie, um, and it's all a bunch of multiverse stuff happening. Which is why they also confirmed that uh, you know Jamie Fox is back as Electro. Um, we probably will see Tobey Maguire and, and Andrew Garfield. Um, I heard that they might. Some I heard something about like in order to do a set up a Sinister Six movie, um, you know, Electro's there. They might not. They might you know confirm that Mysterio is not dead, um, or something like that. And like you know, Doctor Octopus will show up eventually. There's Morbius um, coming out. The movie Morbius is coming out soon. So I don't know. There's a lot of stuff happening. We'll see where it goes with that. Um, I don't know for sure. Until I mean, we get more personally, I. I don't want to see a see a live action um, Spider Verse because one, I don't think it'll be as fun as you know the animated one that we got. Oh, uh, into the Spider Verse with the Miles Morales was it, it was that was great. That was a great, yeah, no, yeah, that was a, an amazing movie. So I don't I don't think it'll be as good. And two, I think it's potentially a way for them to write out Spider Man from the MCU, which because you know it, it's still a Touch and go deal between Sony and Disney and Marvel. I thought they, I thought um, they handled that already. I thought Disney has it now. No, they. It's it's it basically it's a continuation oh. of the previous deal. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. It's, we can, They don't own the rights anymore. That's right. That's right. Or, or okay. Don't own the rights. At it's all. a percentage thing. When Disney's only taking a certain percentage, but like let us have creative, yes. let us have creative, like you know, rights so we can make the movies and whatnot. Yeah. So I think that's my concern is that they'll find a way to use it to write out Spider-Man from the MCU movies. Hmm. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope not. Because um, I, I remember there being a rumor too after uh, Into the Spider-Verse came out that there was supposed to be or that they were trying to have a cameo, a live-action cameo of Tom... Andrew and Toby as Spider-Man, you know, either as an end credit or somewhere in the movie or, or something like that. Um, that 100% okay with. Yes, that'd be fucking hilarious. I'd love it. More of that. Yes. As a plot point to a live-action movie, I'm not so sure. Because, you know, mm-hmm. we got into, like, alternate timelines and all that stuff a little bit in uh, the last two of, uh, Avengers movies. So, like, you know, that's one thing. And then now we're getting into, like, completely different dimensions. I don't I don't know if we're asking a lot. You know, I was talking about earlier how, you know, like, oh, we can skip over the origins because, you know, everybody knows the origin stories. Or if you're watching these movies, you should by now, that kind of thing. But then, you know, now suddenly we've gone from, you know, Tony Stark, build this in a cave, to three Spider-Man. <laughs> Well, yeah. listen, I'm going to have faith that Marvel does the right thing. They haven't let us down, like, lately in terms of, like, you know, proving they can, they can do these. So I'm going to have faith they do it right. Uh, we'll see when more information comes out. If we find out, like, yeah. you guys don't know. We'll did you def- did you find anything on IGN confirming? I, I couldn't find the post I was looking for. Um, okay. 
Uh, if I find it, I'll send it to you or something. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, yeah, guys. Like I said, I'm, you know, we'll see. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, like, not going to go see it. I just, that is my concern, is that that's what they're building to. But we'll see. We'll see. Have faith, have faith. All right, well, um, yeah, so I guess uh, we got sidetracked there, but still Spider-Man. But, Sean, I guess over uh, mm-hmm. in the total, did we fix it? Yes. Sure. Okay. There we go. Yes, we say so. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. We did something. Um, yeah. So, uh, so while Sean gets together the hat, guys, again, um, come out uh, every Friday, 8 a.m. Uh, catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. That's where we are. Um, every Friday, 8 a.m., come out, like, share, follow, listen, tell your friends. We appreciate it. Uh, Sean, we'll be listening to next. We'll be uh, talking about next week, man. Uh, I believe this is off your list. Oh. It is Cloverfield. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about this the other day, and I was like, I wonder when we're going to get to this one. Have you seen Cloverfield, the first one? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, now, I don't know how you feel about it, but since you make me talk about movies that I just dis- I don't dis- I don't know how you feel about it regardless, but... Yeah. Yeah, so... I don't hate it. Okay. I do. I, so I'm not a, I I'm not a fan. I think overall, I found it to be a decent movie. Forgettable, but uh, enjoyable from what I remember. So I just remember this movie being really hyped up um, when I was watching. I remember watching, and the number I just I know I hated it. So I, maybe I'll watch it again. So are we are we just doing Cloverfield, or are we also doing Ten Cloverfield Lane? Oh no 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 Cloverfield. I, I didn't see all that. I didn't watch all that. I was just talking about the first movie. The Cloverfield conundrum. I was just I was just talking about the first movie. <laughs> okay. Um, Perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. So join us next week then when we talk about Cloverfield. <laughs> like right. Clovening. Exactly. Oh, right. You're gonna you do this every week. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough.